welcome back guys. This week we have a small downtime thing with Richard at the start, and then we get into giving them a new job and things get a little heated. It's kind of interesting. I also want to remind folks that in the description and information on this episode, there's a link to our Discord link if you want to come and hang out with the cast and some other fans. And right now we have our Kill Code contest going on, so very similar to the Street Lethal contest. If you entered into the Street Lethal contest, you already entered for this one. So good luck to everybody and enjoy the episode. RC, it's been two, three days since you finished your job and got paid, and how have you been spending your time? That's a perfectly good question. I would have gone back home, and I would have built a workshop or facility or shop of some kind and really decked it out, working on some drones, maybe customizing the ones I have, and just chilling out, reflecting on the stuff that's happened. I probably would have communicated with everybody because we've had some pretty stressful crap going down recently. I'm just trying to see where Boz is because Boz was kind of, you know, a weirder headspace than, than normal. And just kind of see where everybody was because I'm kind of concerned about everybody because we did a job, we got paid, we kind of transitioned to this, and then it all, I think, actually was brought home by the shootout or whatever you call it at the snack place, the, the gas station. People actually died. It was kind of badass. It was also very, you know, thuggish or gangsterous. I mean, we were there. We robbed a train, and only got hurt, but we showed up at this shack, and then someone got their head blown off, and that's, you got shut going about. I, I would just be checking on people and keeping mama off my ass. Who do you want to text first? Probably boss. Hey, you know, it's been kind of crazy. I know what's going on. You seem to take what happened pretty hard. You know, how you doing there, buddy? Boss is typically slow to respond. I don't think she checks her comlink very often when she's at home, unless it's ringing. She does eventually get back sort of like predictably short. I'm fine with no punctuation. 20 minutes later, thanks for checking in. She doesn't want to seem unappreciative, but it's hard to get anything out of Boz but through text. Yeah, fair enough. Does Richard pry for more or does he just leave a go with that? I think he let it go. I think it would be... I don't think RC is equipped to really go further. I think he would be frustrated by it, but would leave it alone at that point. I did my bit. Sort of thing. Fair enough. And I'd probably text Mary Sue as well. You know, hey, what's up? Where's your head at? What do you think about recent day's events? She would send a message back. Quick. Everything's fine. Elaborate. Which events? Uh, my friend nearly dying, the possibly being infected, or the fact that, you know, we're now in debt to the ancients? Well, all of those in aggregate, you know, if, if you wanted to go down the list. Hmm. All in all, problems that can all be solved. Everything's fine, RC. Okay. Smiley face. <gasps> Smiley face, heart, unicorn, rainbow back. No, 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 <laughs> that. no, that happens. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. You opened up the imagey window. You can't. No, I just have now. no parentheses. No. It happened automatically. Yeah. It happened automatically. Yes. <laughs> I oh, now I know we can do that. This is great. So a little while later, maybe even like the next morning, you're going to get a message from Scrapper, and he's going to ask you to swing by the shop. Just Richard. Okay. He says he's got some work that needs doing that he could use some small hands for. Well, ha, ha, ha. Okay. RC is not so dense enough to think that there's nothing up, but sure, I'll show up. What does RC show up dressed in? Yeah, he's, he's going to show up in the white suit. Yeah, I'm going to show up in the white suit. But we're going to have the other stuff in the back. You'll pull up. He's not going to be in his little room. The gate will be open for you to just kind of drive in. 
And then once you come in, he'll send you a message of where to go in the back of the junkyard. And it'll be back to an area that's got a lot of motorcycles and that kind of thing. He'll have some parts spread out on the ground, and you'll see him tinkering with a three-wheeled trike that he's taken parts out of. And when he hears you pull in or get out, he'll get up off the ground and brush himself off a little bit, and he is dirty and messy. Hey, how you doing there, Scrapper? I figured you wanted to talk about something. I'll give you a little bit of a nod and look you up and down. You want to get that dirty. Oh, you have some actual... I thought you just wanted me to show up. I mean, you know... No, I actually could use your hands, and he'll hold up one of his hands to show that, like, his hands are huge. Well, in case you were serious, I actually brought some stuff. I'm going to go back here and change. He'll give you a small chuckle and go have a seat for a little bit while you change. As I put the old stuff back on, you know, blue jeans, and t-shirt, trucker hat, the whole kick of it, it feels better than RC would have thought it would have felt, if that makes any sense. It's kind of like, you know, it's right. Yeah. So for the next two hours or so, you're going to help him. Presumably, you'll actually help him. He's going to be rebuilding a couple of motorcycles back here, and he actually really does need your smaller hands. And amazing ability. Well, yeah, sure. There we go. Is there anything you want to try out of him as far as information or chit-chat or shop talk, that kind of thing? Or are you just into the work? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think I think this would be um, rather engrossing. I think it's something that's comfortable and easy, and comes to our season. No, I mean I think it would be just two guys who know what they're doing working together, and it'd be sort of a mutual understanding of that. When you guys are done, it's later in the afternoon. He takes you back into the his little house. He makes you dinner. He probably makes some kind of fried chicken. Pulls out a jug of his moonshine and a little bit of tea to kind of complete the thing. So as you guys get kind of started on eating, he's going to serious up for a minute and put his utensils down. How much do you know about these people that Mary Sue is hanging out? Well, hell, I know they're a bunch of hills, which, you know, that's red flag number one. I mean, they're all right. They didn't rip us off like I thought they would on that train deal. But, I mean, they're still a gang. I guess you could say I'm, I'm ambivalent. They're a little more than just a gang. They're involved with a lot of stuff around here. Involved with a lot of stuff. Motorcycles, doing crime, you know, gang. Are there levels? Are they gang level three? Hell, I don't know. He'll give you a chuckle. <laughs> they do a lot of gun running, a lot of smuggling, and a lot of it has to do with the tier. Well, none of that's particularly surprising. They are an illegal group. Presumably they don't make their money on bake sales. True. Um, just, and he looks for a moment, just kind of like, Let's call it concerned. Well, hell yeah, I'm concerned. Mary Sue's in with him, and, you know, she likes that guy, or at least, hell, he likes her, so... It's a complicated situation with lots of moving parts. And they're not parts I'm used to working on. So I'll take a bite of his food and kind of chew it slower than usual as he's thinking. Just keep an eye out on her. I'm not sure she's ready for all that. I'm trying to, but she just... It seems to be her thing. She's all in it. I mean, I looked up, and she had a green bandana on. I mean, hell. I saw. I'll try. I'll try. And then for the most of the rest of the night, you know, you guys will eat dinner. Continues to be pretty good, and we'll just kind of move along. So about two days will pass, and make it a grand total of five days since you guys last got paid. So you guys are going to get a message from Morgana. It's going to involve a location 
where she says that there is some money waiting to be made. The location is a conference room at a downtown office building. It's later that day, three or four hours from now, this text comes in in the morning time. Oh, so it's to meet that day. Yeah. And that's all it is, just money to be made, downtown office conference room. Yep. Do I gather that we're actually meeting Morgana, or is it, here's a job. You are free to text her back. Yeah, that very question. Are we meeting you, or are you just throwing a job our way? I need to prepare myself if I'm meeting you. (laughs) Do you put that in there, too? Sure. She replies that you will be meeting her of a sort. She is very busy, so this is something that has come along as a an unexpected opportunity. Any details on the job? Asset recovery? Okay. All right. Winky face, thumbs up. Buzz has no questions for Morgana, but she does send a text out to the others. Again, poor punctuation, no capitalization. It just says, do we really want to do another job this soon? Text right back. Yes. Yes, we do. She sends back an ellipsis. A minute later, it's just like, okay. The letter is okay. I was sent back, you know, well, hell, what else we had to do? It's funny how being unemployed increases your free time, right? (laughs) Archie is not the guy to be at peace with himself doing yoga. So as you guys come down into the location, assuming everybody is actually going. Buzz takes her bike to... I'm assuming she knows where Arcee lives. Yeah, you should not. It wouldn't be hidden from you. Arcee would hear the telltale clatter engine of a cheap motorcycle just outside his house. And if he cared to look, would see Buzz like taking her helmet off and getting off the bike. Does he come out to meet her, or does she have to go knock on the door and see if Mom was home? No. It's kind of a rural area, so hearing a motorcycle pull up, Frankly, I'd probably have flashbacks flying around my place now. You know? <laughs> Just keeping an eye out? You know, because last you, time I didn't, we had a bit of a situation. This is like maybe an hour before the meet is set up. She like drive the driveway towards the house. She's dressed like she's ready to go to the meet. And she didn't say she was coming by. It's almost like she was on her way to the meet location and just sort of like decided to sidetrack over here. You were just totally in the area. <laughs> More or less. She probably had to drive out of her way, but. She'll walk up to the door and uh, knock if R.C. doesn't come out to meet her first. He would come out to meet her. He'd be there on the porch and walking okay. up as you park. She kind of walks up and she says, Hey, R.C., sorry for dropping by like this. I wanted to have a quick word before the meeting. Yeah, fine. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's up? You know, R.C.'s pretty surprised. I mean, you know, boss very kind of closed off and then, you know, shows up. She looks like she's in good shape. She's cleaned up. If she's been in a bad place... Since the incident, she doesn't look like it at this point. She's respectful. She she walks up steps onto the porch, takes a seat kind of across from him, and, and leans in. And she says, uh, you know, I'm not really one for pleasantries and all that. You, you know I wouldn't come by without a reason. Look at this job thing that we got coming up. I know everyone's kind of excited to get going on it, but I, I feel like we we just had a big payday, right? And we can live on this money for a while. And I figured the more time we spend between these jobs, the less chance we're going to die in the process of doing them. If we keep taking everything that comes our way, bad luck is going to hit us sooner than later. I mean, and Arcee looks back at his property. You know, I got bills, man. I mean, look, look, I realize you live in a shack in the middle of nowhere. 
Presumably. Am I right? Is it a shack? Is it a tree? At the mention of, like, shack in the woods, I wouldn't say she bristles, but she sort of, like, grunts. Like, she's like, hmm. Is that grunt? Yes, you live in a shack? I guess you could colloquially call it a shack. Yeah. Okay, I'm guessing by colloquially you mean it is a shack. But, okay. So, that's fine. I appreciate that's how you live. I can a hand motion. But, you know, I don't know, I just... It's not, you know, it's not just the money. It's, I just need something to do. I have some things to work on. And I got mama here. I've I had some things to do, but what the hell am I supposed to do? Just do two, three things a year and just, what, stare at the goddamn trees? Richard, you're a smart guy. You got a lot of skills. I'm sure you could find some way to keep yourself busy that doesn't necessarily risk you getting killed. I mean, yeah, but what am I supposed to do? Be a hobby? Whittle? Want to have to play a banjo? I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I got to use them. I don't want to work for anybody else. I mean, hell, it just, hear me out. It's kind of messed up, but it was kind of, you know, fun. It was something to do. I mean, I got to use my skills. I got to be alive. I didn't have somebody tell me what to do. Well, they kind of tell me what to do, but they paid me a lot of money to do it. Like a lot, like a serious amount of money. At the mention that it was fun, Buzz kind of grins kind of half-heartedly, and she says, yeah, it was fun. I guess... I guess killing that guy kind of sapped some of the fun out of it for me, but I get where you're coming from. I just, this is, is, you know, I talked to Scrapper about this and he's lost a lot of people and I don't want to be five, six, seven years down the road and none of us are left. I want to talk to you about that. I didn't know how to bring it up, but it was, that was a bad deal. And I, and I, I was sitting like a jackass. I should have had, you know, I should have had drones. I should have had my, my spies out. I should have been ready for something like that. I mean, because I wasn't, you had to do that, you know. I mean, those guys were assholes, but God, it was right there. I mean, it was it was so fast that that nerd guy got blown the hell up. I mean, it's I don't know. I'm sorry you had to do that. It's not your fault. Don't blame yourself. I mean, we all could have been keeping a better eye out. I, mean, I didn't expect anything like that to happen. It's not like we were even on the job. We just got back from a road trip. So I don't know. I guess we could all try to be more careful, but we can't be on all the time. I don't know. I just, I don't like the way that it went down either. I know it was hard on you. I mean, I saw the way you walked, you know, walked away. I just, I'm doing okay. That's not what this is about, really. I just, I think we should be careful, but <laughs> she looks around and like looks at your house. I mean, you're obviously living well above where she's clearly living beneath her means right now. And she says, I guess I've always been the type to, you know, tuck money away for a rainy day. I don't spend a lot of money on myself. Well, that's good, but I mean, you know, what if you die tomorrow? I mean, you're going to have, you know, a shack in the middle of the woods with well, you know, a solid gold bar. Let's just sit RC and trying to not die tomorrow. But I get it. I know Mary Sue's going to feel the exact same way as you, which is why I came to you. Because I thought maybe you'd see where I was coming from. But, you know, we guys got to do this. I mean, I'm in. I'll always be in. I think we can. I don't know it's, it seemed it seemed like something would work. I mean, it's kind of a, a goofy thing, and I never, you know, this was not the plan. But hell, you know, I mean, we do what we want. We go out. We do jobs. I mean, you no, know, it didn't go that bad, right? Could have gone worse. Could have you know, gone a lot worse. So let's just be smart. Let's be what tentative. We'll be very tentative, you know, and we'll figure this out. You know, Mary Sue's down. I mean, hell, look at her. She'll probably be, you know, like a commander of whatever. 
bureaucratic division of a gang there is. I don't know. Just a division, an order, a group, a gaggle, whatever the whatever the hell elves, how do they organize themselves in the structure? I don't know. I think probably a gaggle. <laughs> gaggle of elves. There you go. I think that's something I read that in the book. But sighs and she rubs her temples. She says, Alright. I guess I kinda knew that this is the way this conversation was gonna go, but just promise me one thing. If we end up getting offered a job at some point, maybe not today, maybe not next week, if it looks like a suicide run, tell me that you're going to have my back and we're not going to jump on it just for something to do. Are, are, are you crazy? Well, I don't want to die. Trust me. I like living. Big fan of living. She leans back a little and she says, all right. Hey, uh, I guess we got a little while before we got to head out. You mind if I ride with you? Yeah, but uh, this one thing, I heard your bike coming up. I think it's got, I think we have like a, like a little spark plug issue in there. It's, it's sounding kind of crappy. I'm not, I'm not trying to dish it. I just feel like it's spit off. I think the issue might be that it's a cheap as jack bike. It is. It's a very, it's, it was a bad call. It was a bad call. But I'll, I'll look at it. She kind of grins and, and chuckles and she says, Richard, if you want to look at my bike, you feel free. Okay. I can't say I'm surprised. It's the same thing with your guns. 30 years old, old technology. My guns are in peak condition. They won't fail anywhere near as much as some of the new fancy track that they got coming out. Too many moving parts. Yeah, maybe we should get you a horse and carriage. She rolls her eyes and she says, look, what is that southern hospitality I keep hearing about? She laughs and I think she just sort of like hangs out and some small talk for a little while before they gotta, gotta head out. I will do what I can to help improve this complete piece of shit that you've sullied by. <laughs> <laughs> my shop with <laughs> my driveway darkened my driveway so yeah i guess uh boss shows up with rc to the meet then as you guys leave from rc's you're gonna notice a uh well not so much you but the camera is gonna notice that one of the curtains on the front window is pulled back and you see half a mama's <laughs> looking out <laughs> so yeah no you guys will come to a for sale office building the location that you were given is the third floor. There is power, so you can ride the elevators and stuff to go up. It's not completely derelict or anything like that. Throughout the way up, you're going to see a couple of different little stands on four legs that have displays on them that are running AR visions of people giving people tours of the building. When you come to the room, it'll be another one of those that has the salesperson there just kind of like showing off the room. It'll flicker for a second or two, and then you'll see the image of Morgana take over the presentation. She'll look around the room and motion for you guys to sit. Buzz says hi to Mary Sue and everything before. She obviously showed up with RC, so they've been talking. But she decided hi to Mary Sue and sits down. Yeah, Mary Sue smile, say hi. Rich will kind of like, you know, do a, a slightly overly cutesy way of like, hey, <laughs> person on screen. I don't. Think she can see you? Why did we come to a meeting with a projector? Like, if it was going to be a projector, she could have just emailed us. I don't know. I actually prefer this form of her way more than actually oh. meeting with her. This is like showing up to get a fax. Does this even make sense? A lot less likely you'll end up decking the woman, I suppose. Mm. Mm-hmm. You'll see the image of her sit down, even though there's nothing underneath the display. Are you all done? 
Buzz grins at Mary Sue in particular, and then she looks over at the projection and she nods. Major roll ass. I'm very busy today, which is why I'm not meeting with you in person. However, this was available. It has been brought to my attention that a certain collectible has come into Seattle for the next couple of days, and I would like for you and your group to acquire it for me. What kind of item are we talking about exactly? Dimensions, weight, that kind of thing. She'll pop up a picture of something that more or less looks like a desktop computer that we see nowadays that you guys would probably see as kind of like how we look back on the computers of old when they were giant and room-sized and we're like, what was this thing? Like, how did that work? Um, Is that your computer, boss? You know I don't have a computer. (laughs) (laughs) Boss looks at it and she says... Like, as long as we can carry it one person, it's not that big a deal. It's just not going to be terribly convenient to haul around. No, it won't. Why do you want a piece of crap old computer? I think it's so old, you probably have to, like, pull a cord to get it turned on. I don't think it matters why she wants it. If I'm going to be perfectly blunt with you, RC. She will smile and look at balls. She is correct. It doesn't matter why I want it, only that I do. And then I'm willing to pay you some new yen to get it. Fair enough. So where is this thing? Seattle University. Buzz sort of lights up a second, and she like barks a quick laugh, and she looks over at Mary Sue, and she says, are your friend at university? Morgana will follow that look and that smile. Yeah, my friend is from that university, just like I was from that university, just like she knows this already, Buzz. Buzz looks back at Morgana, and she says, you knew this, didn't you? You're insinuating that she knew that everybody went there, or you're insinuating that the reason that she is calling you for this job is because she knows that? She's insinuating that she knows that Chuck is at the university, and this might be kind of an issue. I happen to know that, yes, you went to Seattle University, because I had that other problem taken care of for you. We we worked that off. Not for us. It wasn't a favor. We did something for you. You did something for us. So just kind of give you a little bit of a smile. Yeah. That's an exchange of services. Mary Sue, is this going to be a problem? We can always turn it down. Let's hear what the job is first. All the details. And she'll start laying out a little bit of information. There is a a lecture that is coming around on pre-crash 2.0 technology. And some of the things that they are bringing is... Older tech, like this computer, there'll be a couple of other things there, but this is specifically what she wants you to get her. You guys will have the opportunity to think back, or she might mention it, that one of the auction items that you failed to get was some pre-crash technology as well. What specifically would you like to know? What specifically would you like to know besides money? Time frame? Yeah, it kind of depends on when the lecture is, right? I feel like it would be the kind of thing that they'd be doing throughout the week. You know, they're bringing a couple of different pieces of technology, so we'll say Friday will give you four and a half days to get it done. Okay. How hot is this item? Is it the kind of thing that if it goes missing, it's going to send up a bunch of alarm bells, or is it just like, oh, well, it's some more old junk that it sucks that it's gone, but shit happens? It's not like call out the National Guard level, oh my god, kind of thing, but... Mm-hmm. There is only so much functioning pre-crash technology that is this complete, we'll call it. 
Okay. Like you could find functioning components to build a computer, but this is an assembled and functioning computer. This could easily be like a, a UCAS or CAS thing that wasn't in this situation. It's more probably about what's on it than what it is. Did you guys have any other questions before we got to the, the dollar amount? Nope. It's on campus four and a half days. It's a computer thing. We know we need to bring in a computer guy. She knows that. We can get to money. Did you want to have a conversation with her about having to bring in a computer guy? Or do you want to save that? I'm for the going money to. Okay. I'm going to save that for the money part. <laughs> All right. I was going to ask, is there anything like, you know, security thing we're not aware of? I mean, it's a computer at a school, right? I mean, why can't we just walk in and grab it? There will be the normal Seattle University security stuff. You're going to be doing it in public. There is going to be campus security. They do have a night airing contract. They do have certain precautions in place against, you know, just crime. And presumably, when it is not on display, it will be locked up somewhere on campus. Just like, you know, nowadays, all of the hazardous chemicals and stuff are locked up somewhere. Okay. This just sounds like if it was more dangerous, it'd make more sense. But this feels like you've got something you're super not telling us. No, I wouldn't hold anything back that I knew of. I want you to succeed as much as you want to succeed. Well, peachy. Who owns it now? I will make up a thing with the help from the Shadowcasters Network to have a, a small corp that has it. Hey guys, me from the future. Wow, it's been a while since I did this, but Shadowcasters Network, they totally decided this is going to be a Radio Shack corp that's running this past technology thing. So, thanks you guys. But it is an A-rated corp that specializes in digital history, I guess we'll call it, like basically pre-crash technology and recovering files from old damaged tech. They got kind of started with this history retrieval back when Chicago opened up its recovery efforts from the CZ. When people started going in and recovering some of that stuff. Sure. So looking at Boz and RC, do we have a problem? Acquiring an asset from a court? Not offhand. I mean, from what we know about it now, it seems like a pretty easy job, so not much need for violence doesn't sound like, which is, which is good. Not an easy job. Just a job with a different set of parameters. Kind of giving a sideways look at Morgana there. So what exactly <laughs> does a job like this pay then? She'll look at Mary Sue first. You'll find in this line of work that many jobs have very different parameters. And then she'll turn to look over a boss. 6,000 ahead. Boss kind of considers that and like looks between the others to see if they're satisfied with that amount. Well, I mean, computers, none of us really know much about it. We're going to have to bring somebody in for that, and they may not go for 6,000. So, you know... <sighs> Might have to come up on that number. So she'll look at you and she'll counter with, well, I could get another team that could probably do this as quickly, but they might be a little messier, you know, throwing not so thinly veiled threats that maybe your friend might come into danger if you don't take this job. I'm sorry. Did you? Did you just threaten my friend? I would never. No, it sounds like you just threatened my friend. I'm just laying out all of the potential issues that may come across that from a pure business standpoint. Mm-hmm. That I- no, no. 
I, I understand. I believe I, I laid out potential issues that could come across your way too if another friend of mine got hurt. So just consider those same parameters, those same issues will befall you if anything happens to him. She laughs. <laughs> oh, I do so enjoy our time together. Mm, I wish I could say the same. I'll make you a deal then. If you bring your friend Chuck in, I will offer him the same 6,000 new yen. I got a better idea. Chuck's in debt to the ancients. Square his debt. Oh, really? And we'll all call it even. Buzz puts a hand on the table. Like, she doesn't, like, hit the table, but she puts it, like, out where it can be seen. And she looks at Mary Sue, and she looks at Richard, and and she says, Look, I'm all for helping this guy out, but it's not your right to bargain with our pay, Mary Sue. We have to talk about this. <clears throat> Mary Sue will turn and look at Buzz and NRC and, and just serious look. Do you guys... Do you guys trust me? Yeah. I, I, I do trust you, Mary Sue. Boss, do you trust me? Boss takes a deep breath, and she takes a little longer to respond than might be comfortable, but eventually she sighs, and she says, Yeah, of course I trust you, Mary Sue. Morgana's going to lean forward, her image, anyway. And she's going to say, You seem like you need a minute to discuss this. I'll be back in two minutes. No. It's discussed. It's handled. Square his debt with the ancients. We'll all call it even. He's no longer in debt to anyone. He's clear. She's going to pause for a moment. It's like, well, given as I don't know the details of this debt, it's going to take me at least a day or so to have that conversation with them, find the people involved, work out an agreeable plan. And she'll just kind of like roll her hand around on that, like an on and on and on motion. Let's just assume that we've accepted the job, and we will discuss further details tomorrow afternoon. I tell you what I can try to do, because nobody here wants to be cheated. You don't want to be cheated, I don't want to be cheated, and the ancients certainly don't want to be cheated. I'll find out the details of this debt. If it comes up to be something you owe them that is more than the 20,000 new yen I was prepared to pay out here, well then... You might just owe me. They're different. I don't know, Morgana. I, I really thought the way you talk about yourself so often that you could get this done. You, you seem so confident. Such a strong, powerful woman that could make anything happen. I think you can get it done. I think you can get it done for the price that that you were willing to pay us. I'm confident in your ability. You want to throw some dice? Still beat her. By one. I did. So you guys will go back and forth a little bit more than what we role played out, obviously. And she'll be like, I will talk to them. I will get it squared away. But if I find out that it is something egregious that you are on the hook for, something outlandish. Then you'll pay us what you promised us in the first place. She stopped. Like, made about to say something and then look to boss and be like, that sounds a lot better than what I was gonna say. Yeah, Mary Sue's mouth is just agape. Her eyes are huge. Like, what? (sighs) At boss or at? At boss, yeah. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
look back to Boz and Mary Sue and finally Richard's like, well, then it's decided. It's been a very interesting day, but I'm very busy and I will talk to you all in the near future. And then the sales lady digital image is going to come back on like mid speech talking about the different features of the conference room and how it's soundproofed and the windows are extra thick. So to give you the ability to tint it very dark, etc. Huh. Boz shakes her head looking frustrated. She doesn't say anything. She just stands up and starts to gather her things. Oh, that was interesting. You can't keep having meetings with her like this. It's always some new surprise that you break out right in the middle of a negotiation. I I I broke out the surprise during yeah. the, the during the yes. negotiation. You you negotiated I, away I our pay. Oh, That's what you oh did. God. Yeah. Mm. So do not do not tell me that. If she can screw us at any time, she Boss. decides that she wants to screw us. Boss, you I had pushing. it. I had it you, under control. You, I have you, more than enough new yen. I have more than enough new yen to cover that six thousand she was going to pay the two of you. I would have paid you. I would have made good on that. I was trying to help Chuck get out from under the ancients. I was trying to help us get out from under the ancients. We're not under. We're in the ancients. Yeah, we are. No. We are. Chuck is. No. You Boss. negotiated us away on that too, Mary mm. Sue. No, I didn't negotiate this us away. This keeps happening. This keeps happening over and over again. We can help Chuck. We can't keep doing this. Every time we talk with her, it's some new thing that you want to throw out. She will either help him or we'll get the money that, that she was going to give us and we'll use that to help Chuck. Okay. Then I guess, um, then I, I I guess you'll just handle the negotiating then at the next meet. Is that what what we're deciding now? Looking between the, the two of you. How about we decide Wait, before Chuck. we go to the meet what we're going to confront her with, rather than springing it on all of us so that we don't have a say in the matter. I mean, you know, without Chuck, I'd have been blown up. I mean, he's crazy. He's probably a bit dumb, but I mean, the guy did jump on top of a grenade. So you know, hell. I mean, you know, Archie puts up his cat, runs his hand through his hair. It's hard to progress the guy. You know, hell. I don't have a problem with Chuck. You guys I'm more than willing Chuck? to help the guy. And the job if, sounds easy. If she is able to help us, then excellent. That's great. But she also easily could have screwed us after that. Because if we make a deal now and say we're going to do it, and she decides that she doesn't want to pay off because it's going to be too expensive for her and it's not worth what she was going to pay us in the, at the beginning then she would just end up screwing us. We need to have some kind of fallback. We need to have at least we know we're going to get something out of this. Can I get perception tests from people? So as you guys are kind of having this argument and getting a little heated, you're going to notice that the digital image of the lady, the sales lady, had become frozen for a little while and then turned off. And then you're going to notice that the little sensor that was up in the corner that was hey, somebody has entered the room, begin your speech, that kind of thing, still has that telltale red light on, as if it is still looking at the room. Boz shoots a look up at it. She looks back around between everybody, and she says, we need to, like, talk outside of these meetings. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should talk somewhere else. Yeah, why don't we just go back to my apartment? I'll get a hold of Chuck and um, have him meet us there.
Oh, now I know we can do that. This is great. <laughs> I like that you mispronounced emoji, but it's totally like, appropriate because, you know, it'll be the, the horizon knockoff of emojis in the future. Emoji. Eggplant, eggplant, stop sign, thumbs up. <laughs> I actually doesn't think this is actually about preparing anything, so it's like, you know, this guy's full of crap, but, you know. It's clearly criminal code speak, right? Sure. I'm not actually a chef. I never went to school. Alright? You can name a vegetable, okay? You can. I, you know what a vegetable is. I can name a, <laughs> some kind of vegetable, but I feel like the vegetable is the least important part of a meal. You know, you want that meat and you want that potato. I mean, potato's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> you, are, you are not wrong. A, pota- <laughs> a potato is a vegetable. I'll, all right, now I gotta put some kind of vegetable in there. And other things. Other. I'm gonna fix it later, so you'll never know what kind of vegetable Boss, you Boss, pot of knowledge. You're this awesome, you're awesome. After you went to Mary Sue's for cupcakes and stuff. Stuff, huh? I need to prepare myself if I'm meeting you. <laughs> Do you put that in there, too? Sure. Man, what a bitch. <laughs> At peace with himself, doing yoga. Maybe he should try. It probably would work out for him, actually. Get RC and Mama to do some yoga. Father I'm not saying it's not a good idea. I just say it's not going to ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because last you... time I didn't, we had a bit of a situation. Yeah, you know, I was trying to get a goddamn pizza stick and here to blow somebody's head off. You've known she was coming for about five miles. <laughs> is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh, this is. I can see future, uh, like, homeowner associations, you know, like, orc detected. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> More or less. She probably had to drive out of her way, but we'll see. How's the area? Well, why? <laughs> I guess you could colloquially... Oh, jeez, my tongue. I guess you could colloquially... You get that pierced, too? Great. I fucking got the word. I pronounced it right, and you screwed up the whole line. Just say it now, don't fuck it up. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure now. Curtains on the front window is pulled back, and you see half a mama's face <laughs> looking out. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a creepy little sideways old lady face. That's like, super like, I'm about to get the cops called on me. <laughs> That's a, what's my boy doing out there with her? <laughs> She does at least look like she looks. She's very. She's immaculate. She's got her, got her like her uh, her dress shirt on and her slacks. And she looks like she came from the office. I don't. I don't think it helps that much. <laughs> Not when you're an old racist bigot. 
Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's just lipstick on a pig, man. So you <laughs> would have to remember to use that. Mm. And then you'll see the image of Morgana take over the presentation. Oh, that's clever. Look she's fancy. Sorry. <laughs> it seems to me like she's trying to get under Mary Sue's skin a little bit, like out of, out of character. That's what it, I'm getting the impression I'm getting. You know what I mean? She would never. <laughs> but this is an assembled and functioning computer. Um, so not to go against that, but in Europe, they're actually disconnected from the Matrix during the crash, so there's a lot over in Europe. If you want to go lore-wise. Uh, this could be... Is that like all the big tens over there, or this could be like a specific person, not a specific person? Well, Sutter, Sutter Krupp, um, disconnected their matrix right before, um, the crash virus. Gotcha. In this situation, it's more probably about what's on it than what it is. Okay. Just wanted to make sure in case there's lore people who were going to be upset about exactly spit in, spit in words. Yeah. That's fine. I don't, I don't pay attention to lore because I can't read that much. Um, <laughs> But no, it's it's legit, a legit concern in case, you know, that was something that I wanted to bring up. Wait, just to be clear, is Mary Sue, like, bargaining with everybody's cash? <laughs> she is right now, yes. <laughs> Which is funny, because it's exactly <laughs> the thing that got you in this problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, don't worry. But, still beat her. By one. I did. By one, I By beat one. you. One of these days, I need to write down how many negotiation days she actually has before I get into the fudging territory. Uh-huh. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.